to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. That is the great John Lee Hooker with his song, Boogie Chillin'. Sitting at the corner of 2nd Avenue and Antoinette in Midtown, the United Sound Systems Recording Studio is, without question, a crucial piece of Detroit's rich musical legacy. Iconic artists such as Miles Davis, Aretha Franklin, and, of course, John Lee Hooker, who we just heard, Parliament, and many others have all recorded at United Sound. In the mid-2000s, the studio shut down. It was eventually repurchased and ultimately able to open its doors once again. Despite its history, United Sound was in danger of being demolished because of a proposed expansion of the I-94 freeway. Over the past five years, the Detroit Sound Conservancy has worked really closely with United's owners to preserve the historic studio and install a Michigan historical marker in front of the building. This week, they accomplished that goal, ensuring the studio will stay standing, at least for now. Joining me now to talk about United Sound Studios is Carlton Goals. He is the founder and executive director of the Detroit Sound Conservancy. Carlton, welcome back to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen, and, and uh, well said. Yeah, that's a, you know, it's a great story. I mean, uh, you think of all the music that, that comes out of this city, first of all, uh, and the music that comes out of this studio, the idea that we would... I don't know, wipe that away. It, it, you know, why do we why do we continuously find ourselves in this situation? <laughs> it's, it's a very good question. Maybe just for a second, though, I can back up just for a moment, just sure. for some clarification, just because I know this stuff is very complicated and, and I've had to learn a lot in this last five years as well. So uh-huh. just to be clear, uh, the historical marker, as wonderful as it is, does not provide protection. What provides protection is the historic district status, I see. which we did two years ago, which is a local status through the city of Detroit, your city council people, all nine zip voted for it. And that provides local historic district status. And as you know, that's not a silver it's bullet, not like but, a state or national. Historic no, but status. it is the thing that is the most protective. It's the thing that if you wanted to tear it down for whatever reason, you'd have to go through a process. So right. that was like, as far as protection, that was the big one. But in everyday life, the historical marker means a ton because you can walk by a building that's historically uh, in a historical district and not even know it. Yeah. And people walk by United Sound all the time. And I guarantee you, even if they're true music lovers, they do not know the full story of that studio. It is unbelievable. Yeah. Talk about that history, uh, why the history there is important. Um, you know, Miles Davis, John Lee Hooker. Parliament, those are those are big names. Yeah. Uh, I don't think most people who even live here in Detroit and, and are somewhat familiar with the sort of musical legacies we have know about this particular studio. Absolutely, and I would say, and just to be clear too, you know, DSC Detroit Sound Conservancy, we we fundraise, we raise the money for the marker. It's a two sided marker, uh, so it's the best you can get. <laughs> it's different texts on both sides, yeah. and our goal really was 
raise awareness through it, educate the public, and really take a 30,000-foot view. Because with a, with a studio that has over 70 years of music and history, it's impossible. And so it's really about two men uh, and their families, and that's uh, Jimmy Syracuse mm-hmm. and Don Davis. And Jimmy Syracuse founded the studio in the 30s, and he's the one who, who brought it to that location. It had a couple other locations before he brought it there. And then Don Davis, the African-American banker and musician and producer he bought it in the 70s and continued the legacy so it's really about those two people and then hooker and davis as it's it's kind of amazing that those names would be so big and yet honestly they're just i don't want to say footnotes because that's disparaging but there's (laughs) just such a huge uh plethora of things that recorded there and of course united wasn't just about music and i think that's something that i really wanted to make sure we we emphasize on the on the marker radio was recorded there. Mm-hmm. Advertisements, jingles, industrial films, uh, you know, regular films. They did film and tele- they had a television studio in the back. That was the main intention of the big studio in the back was to do television originally. So it's just it's not even just the musical scope. It's also the the capacity of the studio. Uh, it really was a modern. Uh, mothership, yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, and it worked in. And you have to remember to draw on a parliament. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And if I could just one more second, I just if, if people think about that neighborhood now, it goes. You know, Tech Town is there, Wayne State's there. You know, General Motors was up the street at one point. But we have to take it back to that earlier moment. I mean, United was in the center of all this industrial uh, work that was going on, and early computers were up there. And, um, you know, United was central to that mid-century modern story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Carlton Goals. He is the founder and executive director of the Detroit Sound Conservancy. We are talking about the United Sound Systems Recording Studio, which recently got a Michigan historical marker, now has Detroit historical uh, preservation status. Um, we're talking about the history of that studio, the history of music in Detroit and the place that studio has in that history. Artists like Miles Davis and John Lee Hooker, Aretha Franklin and Parliament all recorded there. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, talk about that studio, talk about maybe your own memories of that studio and its place in Detroit, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number. That's 313-577-1019. We also can take your comments on the WDET Facebook page, or if you go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, we'll try to work your comments into the conversation. Also, there is an event this Sunday, June 25th, at United Sound to celebrate the installation of this historical marker. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number. Let's go to Brian in Ann Arbor. Brian, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey, thanks for having me. Sure. Um, I just wanted to give kudos to the Detroit Sound Conservancy for what they're doing with the United Sound. It, uh, the studio really does deserve a little more uh, notoriety than it's gotten in years past. Um, I'm specifically thinking about it because um, I had um, my father worked at United Sound back in the mid-70s under, under Don Davis, and he also worked uh, at Motown before they moved to L.A. And uh, everyone's familiar with the, the West Grand Boulevard Studios, Hitsville, uh, the Hitsville uh, yes. Museum now. But there's a little-known uh, little studio B that, uh, that Motown had 
yep. off of Davison Avenue yep. near Dexter. Yep. And uh, that was torn down. And I remember being in that building as a, as a small child and, <laughs> in, in short, uh, watching the Jackson 5 come out of a recording session at the Studio B. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Studio B building. And uh, it's sad because that building was actually sawed in half and, yeah, the, and the back of the studio turned into a store. Yep. So, Brian, what was, if, 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 you, if you would, what was your last name? Um, Shensky. Uh, Shensky. Okay. And uh, my my father went under the name uh, Sands, Ken Sands. That's oh, so, Ken. Sure, of course. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I know that name. I mean, th- thanks for calling. I, I really, you know, um, the engineers are so important in the in the production people and all the behind the scenes crews, you know, that make recording possible. And I think that's something that I knew instinctively before we started researching for the marker. But once we really started getting into it, we just realized if you're not thinking about the engineers and what they're doing in those spaces, you're really missing it. And um, I think that Studio B, if I'm not mistaken, was the old Golden World studio, if I'm not mistaken, Brian, if you remember, um, if he's still there. But no, absolutely. The, you know, United Story, you know, before Motown even existed um, as a label, but also as a as a as a space. Uh, United was the place where Barry went, you know, where where Barry Gordy went and learned yeah. his chops. One yeah. of the places he yeah. did, yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting to hear him talk about this Studio B site, right. the fact that it's not there anymore. Just exactly we are, what we're talking about. Well, right? I think you know this is a much longer conversation, <laughs> and it's something that you and I have already started to, to talk about a little bit yeah. privately and, and on on the radio here. I will say this is the first. Uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm saying this correctly. I was talking to Rebecca Bino Savage, who is one of our advisors for the project. Um, she does great uh, historical. Uh, work in the city and buildings and getting people with tax credits and things sure. like that. And um, we think this is the first music-based historical marker since the Motown marker in 1985. 80, oh, wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. It doesn't mean that there weren't that's other markers that had some. Years, that's yeah. too long. It's yeah. just too long. And, um, you know, our hope really going through this process, it was, a, it was a long process, two years. It didn't take us that long to raise the money. It took us that long to get the research together and then go through the process. The state of Michigan actually writes the marker you actually recommend language <laughs> to them and then it's a it's a Maybe real they do what you exactly want, right? it's a very complicated process it takes a long time and you, you pull some of your hair out but the goal there is to get something that you know that the layman can understand that's accurate um and just one thing i feel like i have to say to your audience because i know people are gonna people say this all the time to be a named person on a state historical marker you have to be dead is that true it's true i didn't know so that. So people, please don't call me because Aretha Franklin's not on the marker. You don't want Aretha Franklin marker on, on the. You don't want her on it. <laughs> right, you want her to live right. as long as. You, that's, right. that's why George Clinton's not on there. That's why a whole bunch. That so really just to be clear, uh, so I know that there. Are, you, you know how people are. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So I'm gonna call and yell at you about that. Yeah. Uh, so, but but, anyway. but don't bother. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay, Ken in Royal Oak. Welcome to Detroit today. You there, Ken? Hello. Yeah, maybe we don't have Ken. All right, let's go to Steve in St. Clair Shore. Steve, welcome to Detroit today. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Good. Go ahead. Oh, you know, I worked for Don Davis years ago at his bank, First Independence National Bank, or First Independence National. And uh, I, I used to go to his uh, studio all the time. I remember uh, I met Marisa Franklin there several times. She was producing her pink Cadillac at the time. Right. Uh yeah, I think I worked for the bank for like two weeks, and then I, I was the carrier. 
and I smashed his BMW. Oh, no. And, uh, he came to the hospital. Man, I, tell you, I was scared. I thought I was going to lose my job, but he's <laughs> such a nice guy. He came to the hospital. And, uh, oh, but no. he's definitely a really good guy to work for. Yeah. No, Steve, thanks very much for the call and the, and the memories there. Uh, uh, talk about Talk about why this studio hasn't been remembered the way it it should be. I mean, given mm-hmm. given all of the things that happened there, mm-hmm. uh, uh, if uh, if the caller from Royal Oak had been there, he wanted to talk about how many jingles, for instance, right? It's uh, incredible were were created and, and yep. recorded here in the city of Detroit. Why 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 aren't we doing? better with places like this? You know, and it's a great question. It's one the DSC is obviously, you know, it's one that keeps us up at night. Um, I would also say United is is part of this, you know, it's not just United. It's like United, you know, Jam Handy we still have, you yes. know, on, on the boulevard. But it's really rare to have these spaces. And Detroit was littered with these incredible spaces that work together uh, and, and, you know, played off one another and sent each other business and all the engineers knew each other mm-hmm. and the radio people knew each other. And it, there was this just rich ecosystem, you know, for lack of a better term, yeah. of industrial, musical, uh, jingle, all that world, film. And, it, and, you know, of course, it was kept alive by the music industry, but also, of course, by this industrial stuff that we did. And I think just like everything else in that world, we've, um, we tore a lot of it down, a lot of it left. Uh, computers did some things as well. <laughs> right, uh, even right. Don, I know Don, you know, sold, uh, Mr. Davis sold it in the 90s. And I think he could see the writing on the wall with, you know, how, like the, 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 um, the, how you make money yeah. off a studio like that. You sell, you sell studio time. I mean, United could survive and they didn't, they didn't change their rates for like a billion years, wow. you know, but that's, it, in, in this day and age, that's very difficult. You when can't people, do that. You can't do that. So I think it's a combination of things, but I will say, I think it's also a lack of imagination on our part, uh, the citizens of Detroit, and connecting music to other parts of things that we think about. I think we, we huh. pigeonhole music into entertainment, yes. which is fine. I love entertainment. Yeah. But it's uh, also culture. But it's, it's, yeah, also it's design, yeah. it's technology, it's innovation, it's, all, it's neighborhoods, it's gentrification. It's all of the same topics that we're talking about our musical, musical topics plays as well. A role in, Absolutely, in, in and and that. it's kind of our lack, you know. And United is right there in the thick of it, you know. Today, yeah. you know, uh, Ken in Royal Oak is back. Ken, uh, welcome to Detroit today. Can you hear me now? I sure can. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make the point. Uh, back in the fifties, uh, Detroit was like the number two jingle uh, origin site in America after New York City. And I mean, that was in the days when uh, an entire band would be in there and then maybe five singers or, or a soloist or something. And then the announcer doing the uh, uh, voiceovers will all be in the same studio, seeing each other and pulling for the, you know, or whether we're going to have to cut it again or whatever, you know. <laughs> right. It was uh, quite an amazing thing. They produced a huge volume. I, I think I, uh, your guy just uh, made that point. But, yeah, it was uh, Jam Handy, of course, was the number two uh, industrial. He was the first industrial film producer in the country. Yeah. Uh, and it just was behind Hollywood in terms of production of film. Yeah, yeah, great, great uh, detail there about about the history right. of these things. Ken, thank you very much right. uh, for, thank thank you you. Very much for, for calling in. Uh, okay, so Sunday, June 25th at United Sound, which is at the corner of 2nd and Antoinette here in Midtown, uh, the celebration to 
in well the ceremony to celebrate the installation of the historical. Yeah, I think the market. studio is just they're opening their doors. It's an open house, yeah. so I don't know if there'll be any sort of talking necessarily. Yeah. But it's just but you, you can know go and you can check time, out the market. Yeah, and, absolutely, and, and enjoy the studio. And inside, actually, uh, you know. Uh, there is actually the one, the old, the oldest studio upstairs. There's a there's a room where a lot of these jingles are sort of on the wall, and huh. you can sort of see, um, you know, Kellogg's yeah. and, and yeah. just these compastros, you know, that they they did ads for. That was the bread and butter. Yeah. All right, we're going out on great music from Parliament. That uh, I don't know if this was recorded here in Detroit. Yes. It was absolutely. Yeah. There you at go. United. One of my favorite songs. All right. Stay with us on Detroit Today. Last night.